Hey, hey, Jason Calvin. What? I don't know. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Look at my background this week. Uh, it's like fortuitous, I think. I know. It's because we're getting ready to go to Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it. You know what else I can do? You know what else I did today, Jason Galvin? Talk what about did my you do? For five minutes. So did you know you I out? have a cameo account. Come on, Jason Galvin. <laughs> What's the matter with you? How dare you? <laughs> the show's already starting say. great. So you know I have a cameo account. And on this cameo account, yep. I portray this guy. Hi. Okay. Hey, hey, Jason Galvin. It's Harry Carrot. How you doing, man? What you drinking there? That's not a nice cool Budweiser. I can tell, man. It's not even good. I know. Well, it's the, terrible. The, Celsius terrible. Is, the Celsius is great. We got to get them to sponsor our show. Listen, man. Um, the Harry the Carey Carey's terrible. I got paid That's $13 terrible Harry to Carey. do My this, God. man. You got paid how much? $13. Oh, yeah. Most people what? on Cameo make more than that. Yeah, Joey Fatone gets 5% of it. It's unbelievable, man. He gets 5% of your $13. Yeah, because he was he he got me on Cameo. It's oh, crazy. God. Hey, I'm going to get out of here. Let's get Jason back in here. Next time Joey Fatone buys a Celsius, you know, at that time that J-Lo got paid $13 right. to imitate Harry Carey, <laughs> paid for my man. sparkling peach vibe, baby. These are huge. Um, yeah, so that's what I, I did. A, uh, I did a cameo today, um, and that's pretty much it. My wife and I got our wires crossed, and we both went to pick our kid up from school. She was oh, like, I told you I had to rush over here to get to him. I go, yeah, but I told she goes, I know you had a show to do today. And I'm like, all right, I gotta do the show. Stop yelling at me. But that's it. What have you done, Jason? Anything exciting over the weekend? Or um, yeah, I'm I'm answering customer service emails for one of our companies right now oh, as nice. we do the show because uh, because we uh, we're short staffed on customer service. We we uh, we had a personnel change this week, and then that personnel change that? that personnel uh, not enough for you. That's for oh, sure. okay. Yeah. I'm always out. And then that person, and then that, and then that personnel change. Um, uh, this happened to coincide with the rest of customer service being off today. So I've, I've been demoted from uh, president of the company to customer service rep. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I, I had, to, I know how that feels. I had a DJ at wedding uh, yesterday at Disney um, in the heat. It's getting hot in Florida, boys and girls get ready. Um, I can't wait to see what it's like in Chicago. Hopefully, hopefully it's not crazy hot, but yeah, it was hot yesterday. People from Ohio uh, almost melted, got sunburned and, from 10 to 1230, which was supposed to go till two, but you know, it's a little hot, a little warm. But I said, Hey, I've been out here in the sun baking at drag racing events. So I I'm, I'm used to this. So yeah. I didn't know that you guys did outdoor like DJ. Yes, we do it all. Jason Galvin at Disney world. There are venue on top of venue at Disney to have, have a uh, little corner alcoves, all kinds of stuff. So but what's it, it cost good. to get married at Disney world? Um, well, know? they just raised their prices. Jason, you'll be happy to know. Stunning. Um, Stunning. Yeah. It's uh, listen. I think they they have a bunch of different packages. This was for like 27 people. But the problem is when you have that less, you know, smaller numbers, 
you still have to meet a minimum. So it's heads and beds for hotel rooms, park tickets, uh, food, um, drinks, whatever. You have to meet a minimum. And I think that minimum used to be $10,000, but now I, I think it's up. It's like fifteen thousand dollars, but like if you want to get married in front of the castle, forget it, dude. That, that's like a you know, <laughs> Reba McIntyre's kid just got married there a year ago, and I know she. I mean, they do fireworks. They do. I mean, it's like multi-million dollar weddings, right? So, yeah. Which uh, which which kid? Not the IndyCar driver one, right? No, um, yeah, I for, it, it wasn't him though, right? But uh, uh, what a but disappointing yeah. what a disappointing IndyCar career that was, by the way. Well, listen, we all can't be awesome. By the way, did you watch the Indy Car race this weekend? This weekend, where were they this weekend? My jammy. Oh no, it wasn't Indy. It was F one. Sorry, sorry. Jesus the F one race. Sorry. Lot, all all legitimacy we had on this show is already gone. <laughs> did you watch the Indy Car race? This it's open wheel racing, dude. I don't know. Um, did you? All right, did you watch? So you watched it, obviously, right? I did. Yeah. Did you watch the opening ceremonies? Yeah. Did you enjoy watching LL Cool J and uh, Will I Am with the dumb uh, orchestra doing their um, opening driver intro? Seeing you do driver intro, so I mean, I, who's, I a, would, who's a good, who's a good, who's a good musical act from Chicago? Who should we be? Who blues should we be trying? There's to a have? Blues Brothers uh, tribute band that always shows up out there. Really? Is the band Chicago from Chicago? I know that feels like a stupid question, but yeah, do you know that what they used to be called? CTA, Chicago Transit Authority. And then they shortened it to Chicago. Well, that was smart. Yeah. Because they could bring the orchestra with them. Yeah, listen. All right. I understand why they did what they did at F1 with Mm -hmm. the orchestra. But having Will I Am conduct strings and orchestra and have the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders behind him, LL Cool J I thought was fantastic. He was great. But the the music selection was just terrible. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. The anthem singer was tremendous. Not everybody can have Dixie Midnight Runners just, you know, ready to go. <laughs> One day, Jason, we have to. Hey, get real quick, Midnight just so you know, Chicago is an American rock band formed in Chicago. Goodness. There it is. Thank Good you, research, Wikipedia. Jason. Hey, you know, that's what I'm here but, for. But yeah, could you match if we got Dixie's Midnight, Midnight Runners to come out there and play Come On Eileen live? <laughs> Hold on. Now, now I'm going back to the internet. <laughs> Please. Please tell me that they are. Still oh, they're in still existence. alive. I didn't ask if they were alive. Do they still play? Well, they uh, got to be alive. To oh, play they're currently officially just. They're currently. Thank you. They're currently officially just Dexies. But do they still play? Mm-hmm. Mid, uh, come on, Eileen. That's um, all I care about. <laughs> uh, I'm working on that. Working on that. That's all that matters. Tell me, hey, tell me what I need to know about going to Chicago because I've 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 been to the city before, but I've never been to this race. So while I'm looking up, uh, oh. come on, Eileen, live. What do I need to know about this race? So, Jason, usually we used to go like in June, late June, yeah. and all that stuff, and it would rain. And when I mean rain, it look there would be tornadoes, there'd be all kinds of stuff. So you got you got some weather issues you got to deal with there. It's out in Joliet. Um, there's a uh, Texas Roadhouse right in front of our hotel that oh, we will okay. eat at at least one or two times. I'm um, actually a fan of Texas Roadhouse. I think we oh, yeah, this conversation. They're good, they're good. but um, the the I love that that rate the the stands. So the uh, so the um, 
well here hold on no i'm not gonna do it uh they have the uh the tower which is a pretty big tower right behind it and then mm-hmm. like the the grandstands like attach and come off in a stadium right. setting it's fantastic it's a it's a nice 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 track yeah and i've, I've obviously thinking. i've obviously seen my share yeah. of races there uh Yes, Selena. Yes, in Joliet. Yes, not in Chicago. Joliet. Joliet. Um, and if by the way, Dexys in... does still tour, uh, but we got to go to England in September to see him. Oh, I bet we can get him at a race. Look, if we talk to Julie Nattis, we can go to Norway with her in, in October and go see him. We can go see her. In, I, bet, I wonder if she knows Erling Holland. Do you know who Erling Holland is? I've heard the name, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Ford for Man Man City, and he looks like yeah. an octopus. Anyways, yeah. um, they uh they they will they will didn't probably he, he have just break a record. Oh yeah, he's like okay. most yeah. goals in the uh, Premier Anyways. League. All right, moving on. Um, but yeah, they'll probably have a uh, a um Blues Brothers tribute band driving around. They've got the car and they run up and down the uh run up and down the um what's it called return, return road? road. Thank you. Cool. Um, but yeah. I'm uh, I'm told for the record, mm-hmm. um, I I am told that uh, one side of the grandstands will be closed. I think that's public knowledge if you're coming to the race because you probably won't buy your tickets. But but we're gonna close off the left side stands, I guess. That'll probably um, be the side I'm on because the TV compound usually sits on the left side. Well, so once again, the low zone will be by himself. Uh, I hope not because that would be disappointing. But. Um, but yeah, but but we have multiple jumbotrons that we're putting up over there. So we've had a okay. lot of people ask why we don't have multiple jumbotrons, um, and apparently we have them this time. So that's ex- that's just uh, you know we had a we had a mini pre pre production meeting, uh, and that conversation came up. I, I know you weren't th- part of that. I'm glad I wasn't. I don't need mm-hmm. to be a part of that. No, just because tell me the- where to play music, guys. Yeah, just that's all I need because sometimes. A lot of times I get on those phone calls and I'm like, why am I on this phone call? I don't need right. to be on this. Exactly. I don't care what Joe Costello's doing in the TV world this weekend. But anyways. He, in the TV world this weekend. So. Is he doing it again? He is. He Come is. on, man. I know. Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. All right, let's get into All this. Right. All right, so yes. we next week we'll talk more about what's happening because I know everybody and, and their brothers talked about uh, – what's going on this weekend in Chicago, but we'll probably talk about it next weekend. Yeah. Next week. Uh, but anyways, let's bring in our guest. Shall we? Yes. This dude, uh, listen, I'm excited. I was talking to him before we got in here and I'm like, I- I'm excited. I'm, I like this guy already. I've never, I've never met him, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to find out what's up with the one, the only Mr. I've muted my microphone. Buddy Hall. What's there up? Guys? Thanks for having there me. He has yeah, muted his microphone. I love your background, Wrigley Field. Many, many good memories at Wrigley Field. You're a Cub fan, right? You're not a White Sox fan, right? White Sox? Who are they? Exactly. No one likes the White Sox. They're, isn't that a Little League team on the south side of Chicago? Exactly. <laughs> North Have you seen how they're playing better. this year? If you look at how they're playing this year, then yeah, the Little, Little League is probably pretty accurate. That's right. Hey, the only I time it. I ever watched a White Sox game is when Michael Jordan played for them. That's it. I, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan, so... I got to admit, when, when Jordan played over there, I did watch some games. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. Buddy, you're uh, uh, coming out to Chicago, bringing the top fuel car. We'll get to the uh, we'll get to the announcement today and the really pretty race car that you're rolling out because uh, I think it's spectacular. But uh, I did not know that you spent um, 
what would you call it a majority, a vast majority of your adult life in the Chicago area? I was a fan, yeah. of, uh, a, a bit surprised to learn that. Yeah, you know, I lived right downtown Chicago for the majority of my adult life, and and uh, I miss it. You know, there's a lot of things I don't miss about Chicago, and, and it's changed a lot. So I've lived there; it's been seven years, but but uh, I definitely feel like I'm I'm going back to one of my homes. You know, I kind of have two home tracks in the circuit. You know, I'm originally from Central Illinois, so only hour and a half away from the St. Louis track. And then uh, of course I spent um, majority of my adult life living downtown Chicago. So I kind of have two, two hometowns, if you will. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting back there. I got, my phone's been melting for the last about, <laughs> hey, can you get me a free ticket? You know, no, I can't get you a free ticket. I mean, everybody wants a free ticket. If I yeah. gave everybody a free ticket, I'd be out of business. I wouldn't be able to race the rest of the season because I bought 595 <laughs> free tickets for my friends. Of course. Hey, it's a business. You know who doesn't pay? Let, yeah. give people free tickets. You know what? I'm going to name drop this whole show. Justin Timberlake doesn't give free tickets. His no. mom has to buy a ticket because it's a business. That's I don't believe. I don't believe that part of it. Oh, it is true. It's one thousand percent true. His mom is not. But Justin Timberlake's mom is not buying tickets to see well, Justin she, Timberlake in concert. She does. I'm telling you. They, well, then I know it. Maybe that could be your Mother's Day present this weekend. Which, by the maybe. way, if everybody's like Mother's Day, it's this weekend. You know? Maybe a free chip in and buy her a ticket and send it to her and see if we can <laughs> get her attention. Buddy, do yes. you have kids? Do you have kids, buddy? No, sir. I have two dogs. I have a right. fourteen and a half year old American bulldog, and I have a three year old English bulldog mix I just rescued two weeks ago. So those are my two oh. kids, at least for right now. So you're not in the same predicament that Jason and I are. We have to go get. Uh, mother's day gifts for our children to give our our mom or their mom that's right that, that's dude right. I, yeah. jason thank you for yeah. just saying that I you're welcome i took i took actually took my son today when i picked him up from school um we went to sam's club i walked him through the entire jewelry aisle told him the dollar menu that he could uh that he could spend and at the end of it he looked at me and said daddy i want to get mom those flowers over there Good kid. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. You know how much cheaper that was? Like, well, yeah. I'm not ruining anything because she's sleeping right now. And by the time she sees this or listens to this, then Mother's Day will she'll be already here. have them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost here. Yes. So, buddy, Hi, this is your, you said this is your third full season of racing out there. Um, how's it going, man? Yeah, n- never a full season. Um, you know, we, we, we're not a full season, but this is my third year at the top fuel level. And, we're having a blast, you know, every time we go out, we learn something and that's everything from learning about a race car to me learning how to become a better race car driver. You know, these cars will teach you a lot of lessons and um, yeah, we're eager, you know, we're super excited to get back out there. You know, we did not go to Charlotte. We skipped Charlotte. So we came back here to the shop and, you know, built some parts and made yet some more changes to our race car and, and uh, we're ready to load this thing up and head North and, and, uh, Give them hell. You know what I mean? That's what we love yeah. doing. You know, that's awesome. Do you, uh, what other, what other like classes have you run before? Have you run anything else or are you just top fuel all day long and just go? No, I kind of just driven everything, but I spent the majority of my career driving, uh, my first race car, which was a double B fuel altered where I still have it. It's out here in the shop right now. And it's a, it's a really cool car. It, you know, it's, it's pretty neat to think that was my first race car and it's a race car that, that, that I'll never get rid of. It's a 120 inch, um, you know, blown alcohol Chevy. And it, it, um, it taught me all the lessons that I, I felt like I needed to learn before I drive, before I drove faster cars. So, um, you know, I'm thankful for my first race car being the most ill handling race car I've ever driven. So 
it was good to start that way because anything else after that was it's kind of like driving you know uh, a cadillac quote unquote if you will so but yeah i spent most of my career in that i've made over a thousand runs in that car mm -hmm. so and i've nice. driven other things you know fuel funny car a few altered um dragsters some door cars whatever you know just i'll drive anything if it's got if it's got a certified if it's certified and it's safe and someone asks me to drive it i'll drive it i don't care jumping in an altered like that as your first car is um that's a yeah. that, that was that was a bold decision well everyone said it was a bad idea i mean there wasn't one person who said oh yeah that's real smart you know but um i really didn't care what people thought you know i've never ran my life based on what someone else thought was a good or bad idea and <clears throat> some of my decisions have been really bad and some of the decisions i've made have that others people doubted have been ones that have changed my life so i believe that everybody in this planet outside of drag racing just in life should do what they want to do oops and he said oh, we're out lost, buddy uh -oh. he's back. As long but as he got a work call how much you want to bet yeah it was it was yeah see told you somebody as needs long, a roof that's right i've always said as long as it's not illegal or unethical you should give it a shot if you want to try it. So, yeah, I mean, everyone on the moon said, oh, you can't drive that race car. It's really hard to drive. And you pick the hardest race car, you know, on the earth to, to drive as your first race car. I said, perfect. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. I've never drag raced before, so it, it looks a little scary to me. And I have what, – what, what, Chase and Gavin, what, what kind of race car should I drive to start off with? Uh, we got a, a super car, dude. Put just super, super car? Yeah, car. Good, good place we'll to send start. You right. Just send you I right used down to have, the track, I, nice and easy. I used to have dreams that I would, uh, that I would fill in for like Greg Anderson, like like on Thunder Road from Greece. He was out checking something, and somebody opened the door, and he knocked his head. And he looked at me like, "Dude, you got to go win this one." These are dreams that I would have. I have crazy, dumb dreams, and I would go and win, and it was amazing. And then I go out there, and I'm like, "Huh? I can't. I don't know how what this thing does." Okay. Anyways, buddy, that's my dumb life. So. So hey, that's it's good to have first. an imagination. Hey, dreams come come reality with action. So it's good. One to have day, it. Oh, look at that. That's right. That's a that's a good line. So, good line. um, so you're excited to get back. What? Uh, so everybody's hitting you up. Everybody's asking for tickets. What is there something you're going to do because you haven't been to Chicago in a while, or is there a specific place you're going to eat? Um, yeah. Yeah. Where? What? What? What's the good places out there in Joliet for us to eat? Yeah. And on so what, to... what day and time should we join you? Yes. Yeah, so you got to go to Marishka's. It's on the uh, what I would call the north, the northeast side, and it's just an old-fashioned local place. And they have the best sandwiches, like the best. I mean, everything there is amazing, but they have um, they have an incredible steak sandwich there that I always like. So I'll go there. Um, I won't have time to go downtown Chicago, unfortunately. There's just too much going on. So, yep. but I, but that's definitely the one spot in Juliet. And then Ace Drive-In. It's a little drive-in you go to, and they got like chili dogs and French fries and like root beer on draft it's yeah. really cool so i'll hit those two places up and of course you know milano bakery is on with us this year in joliet milano bakery is the oldest running um bakery there in joliet family owned you know it's not commercial and they make the best pastries and bread and all that stuff so we'll be hanging out at the milano bakery too we're going to do a, a tour we're going to do a video tour of their facility and and uh, have some fun over there my, my friend mario owns the place so we're pretty pumped about that and, Ooh. Yeah, you were talking right up our alley, man. That's Jason. Yeah. You've made notes, right? Uh, well, actually, it's funny. I, I did. I pulled up both uh, Milano and Marichka's. Uh, cool. uh, I'm I'm intimately familiar with the 
with the hot dog experience there. It is okay. uh, significantly better than um, what's the what's the giant chain everybody is obsessed with? Portillos. Mass- yes, massively overrated. Yeah, Portillos. Sure they put one here in Dallas, and I'm not a yeah. fan. Uh, so, so the ones in Chicago are like, in my opinion, not bad. Like they're fine, you know, they're good. But yeah, so I went to college uh, at Arizona State, and they built one right next to campus my last year at ASU. I had a bunch of buddies from the Midwest, like, oh, you got to go to Portillo's, Portillo's, it's amazing, Portillo's. I went to Portillo's, it's like, wow, I could have gone to Wiener Schnitzel and spent 99 cents. It would have been just yeah. as good. Like, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, the ones that they build out, like, I, you know, I don't know. I've never been doing, I've never been doing in and out in Texas. So I don't know if the oh, ones yeah. in Texas suck more than the ones in, like, the ones in California are in and out the greatest, right? I don't know. The ones in Texas suck. Like, I doubt it. But like, Portillo's has that problem. I know that for yeah. a fact. Yep. Not good when you leave uh, when you leave Chicago or Illinois. Well, if you need to fix, you got you're gonna have to do, do with what you got. <sighs> Ortillas is what we eat, and then we get real stuff in Chicago. Come on, Jason. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah. Where we uh, where where should we go to get pizza, buddy? Mm. What's your what's your what's your deep dish pizza place? Chicagoans don't eat deep dish. I'm not oh. a deep dish guy. But listen, if y'all want to, are you guys planning on going downtown? Um, I, I well, I, I will because I'll be there a day. Okay. So you gotta go. I'm in, to I'm in on Wednesday. So. You have to go to the Chicago Pizza Oven Grinder. It's in Lincoln Park. A couple cool things about that 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 particular place are these. First of all, the pizza is amazing. It comes in this bowl. They flip the bowl over. They serve it. it it's a whole <laughs> like experience. But it's the it's one of the best pizzas I've ever had. It's more like a pot pie pizza. But anyway, what the what hell is this so cool? Uh, did you look it up? And that is that yes. awesome? Dude, I'm, working on, I'm, I'm working on I'm working on loading a picture in here. There you go. Yeah, load it up. So here's the deal, though. It's directly catty corner. I mean, you can stand at the entryway of that place and look at the parking lot in which the the Valentine's Day massacre happened. So it's kind of cool, right? Oh, I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. People got killed, but cool because it's a cool piece of Chicago history. You go there, yes. you get your pizza, you get your salad, you, you know, and you and you see that 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 area of Chicago. I'm I a I, I'm a big history buff. Jason Logan will uh, vouch for that. So. Sure. Awesome. That is actually something that uh, that interests me. You got to do greatly. it. Yeah, yeah. Chicago sure. Pizza Oven Grinder. I think it's the best pizza in Chicago. Um, I'm not a deep dish guy. Never have been. Um, my second choice uh, pizza in Chicago would be Giordano's, and that'd be thin crust. They have. I know Giordano's is is like well known for their thick crust. That's not where right. it's at. Their thin crust is incredible. It's amazing. So I've actually never had their thin crust because every time you go there, when you're um, you know, when you're a, a, a foreigner, you know. Uh, like like us from Californians are, um, you know, you just get the deep dish stuff, you know. Yeah, I feel uh, like that's like In and Out. Like when I get people from like the Northeast, they come to In and Out, and I'm like, oh, you got to get an animal style and like this and that. Yeah. They're like, no, I just want like a double double. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Have you ever been to X Checker Pizza? No. It's down. It's down a little bit from the Bean, and it's like right on that street, like two streets over. It's really good too. Huh. They don't put. I don't put all the sauce on top. Huh, never heard of that one before. Is it new? I moved. No, years it's ago. it's been there for for a while. There's a what's yeah. the burger place downtown that everybody goes crazy about. Cheeseburger, that, uh, cheeseburger. It's not, is joke? that what it is? The, like the the, uh, the the place that's like rock and roll themed. Like every burger is named after a rock and roll bar. Rock and roll theme. I'm not sure. Yeah, about hold that. on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna find this. Go Google. Go go Google. Go. Uh, Kuma's Corner. Oh, Kumas. Oh, I forgot about Kumas. Yes. Yeah. It's fresh ground sirloin and everything. It's real deal. Yeah. They're, they're amazing burgers. I forgot about Kumas. Yeah. yeah every, everybody raves. That, that's like 
that's like one of those places that I need to get to at some point. Yeah. Hey, you got to also, while you're in the Chicagoland area, you got to get the Not Your Father's Root Beer. You guys know about this? I've heard of it. Yes. Okay. So it's made in Wakanda, which I is have had the, it. Yes. You've had it. Okay. You got to try it. I mean, it, it's only, it's only yes. available in that region. So if you've never had it before, you got, you got to get it. Yes. This is why I love Chicago. Chicago is like one of my favorite cities just Ooh, because good. of this alone. Yeah. The food's yes, amazing. Exactly. So exactly. Great. All right. So we're done Jay, talking you food. Got, you, yeah. yeah. You got a picture of the race car? Let's look at the race yeah, car. Yeah. Let's talk about this race car, the new sponsorship we got going on. Here's what it looks like, Jason Galvin. Look at that thing. Dude, I love. So Elon sent me this. Um, I think I got a, a preview of it last night, if I recall. And, um, I fell in love. Like I, I, I think purple looks good on a race car to begin with, but yep. um, but that thing looks like we don't have a car that looks like that out there right now. And I'm a nope. fan of having things that don't look like what everybody else has. And um, and and look, Friday night, if uh, if if we run late enough Friday night that the sun is down a little bit and the lights are Ooh, out, yes. she's gonna be pretty. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's Funny Car Friday. So Funny Cars go first on Friday, qualifying mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. And you got to know that, you know, there potentially could be some oil down. So we're probably going to run at night. I mean, if not, it'll be just a dust. So it'll be good lighting and nice big header flames. And, you yeah. know, purple's awesome. That car is really – so you all know, I'm literally looking out the window of my shop right now watching the guys wrap it. It's getting wrapped That's right cool. now, literally right That's now. Cool. So, yeah, the black, the gold, the purple is going to be awesome. Renegade – that group of folks over there, they're just good people. You know, they have a really big business that's ran like a family business. Uh, they treat me like a million bucks. All their products are amazing. You know, they got <clears throat> some, some people don't know this, but they have 70 weight oil. They have 50 weight oil. We're running the 70 weight in our top fuel car. Um, unfortunately, they do not make nitromethane. Darn it. I couldn't run not, it anyway. Not many I, people I, do, I unfortunately. I, I, get, I get beat up. I think, I think, uh, I think NHRA come over and beat me up for, for that, but but uh, they make some incredible products, cleaning products, all the gas, you know, all the race gas, 112, 116, methanol. It's an incredible brand. They make the glue for, you know, uh, probably 30, 40, 50% of the tracks in America are using their glue. So it's a great brand. So I'm really excited to represent them. Uh, the wrap is totally kick ass. It's going to look killer on the racetrack. And, and really just, it's just a, it's a cool deal. I want to build with them. I want to do something bigger with them than just, just this one race. So. I just gotta, I just gotta do well, and I gotta, I gotta show them a good time. We'll see what we can do in the future. So, and again, everybody's like, "Oh man, we need sponsors. We sponsor this. Everyone, everybody needs a sponsor." How do yeah. you go about it? Like this, by the way, this show needs a sponsor. So, if anybody else <laughs> out there in the world needs right. a sponsor, maybe you can help us get one. How do you go about saying, "Hey, uh, company X Y Z, would you like to, you know, spend hundred fifty thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars?" $2 million on a, on a top fuel car. Um, how do you go about that? What's the process, if you don't mind sharing? There's a lot of steps to get to a point where you can start asking people. And I think right. that's the, the, the part that a lot of people skip. And I think the biggest part is building an organization and a following large enough that warrants a conversation for anybody. You know, if you don't have a good product to present and you're not doing your part, uh, before you ask for money in terms of marketing and being out there, they're not interested. But th- to be honest with you, you know, my approach is, well, I'll tell you, you, you heard that song, right? Every day I'm hustling. Right. That's my life. Right. So I hustle every day. That's what I do. You know, I, I own a few different businesses, um, obviously the racing team and I hustle every day. And 
who I go after. I'm just going to, here's, here's, here's my marketing slash sponsorship tip of the decade. I go for no one that's on anyone else's race car or has been on anyone else's race car. I'm interested in bringing people in to NHRA drag racing that have never done it before. So when I'm calling people, emailing people, sending people Instagram messages, you better believe there are people that, that sometimes don't even know what NHRA drag racing is on purpose. Those are the people that I'm after. And I'm after those people because if we don't get more companies involved and more people involved and, and we don't start cross, I guess, cross branding, promoting into other types of life, then we're still limiting ourselves on the viewership we have. Like just for example, here's an example. So we had Primal Steakhouse on board for us in Las Vegas. Primal Steakhouse um, is the number one rated steakhouse in Las Vegas at this moment. This, the food is incredible. They catered for us all weekend. They're, they're just an amazing brand. They did not even know what a top fuel dragster was. However, when they came to the racetrack, we showed them around. We showed them the pit area. We, we put them in the stands. They ate it up. And they said, can we do this next year? They had no clue. So you got to get people involved that have never been involved before. That's the magic. And if you right. want to grow anything, you got to think outside the box. You got to you got to market towards people that have never been marketed towards. You got to ask people for things and for money that have never been asked before. And and the answer is, or or, or let me back up. If you ask a hundred people for money, ninety nine of them are going to say no. One's going to say yes. Right? Let's just use that as ratio. But if you don't ask 100 people, you're not getting that one yes. So you just right. got to ask a lot of people. And again, you got to have a presentable product. You know, you got to have a, a nice and, and sanitary and clean and marketable social media. You got to have a nice race car. You got to have a clean pit area. I believe that your driver, your crew chief, your 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 team has to be presentable and, and well-spoken. And I think it all matters. I think it all counts. I think it all adds up because in the end, this is a business. This isn't, this isn't play this is a real deal business and if you treat it that way then you'll have success if you treat it like a hobby well then it's just a hobby and that's the results you're going to get when you're approaching people for marketing so tip of the year yeah. tip of the decade go for people that have never been on a race car and that don't even know what top fuel or funny car or pro stock or yeah. what any of it is go for those people because those are the people that you bring in and you grow the sport that way yeah, that's that's the, everything you just said is exactly it. And you know, it, and I hate to say this, but you you walk around the pits and you see some people, some pits that are like, "What is that?" You know, I yeah. mean, they don't have to. You don't have to have you know a million dollar hauler. You don't have to have right. you know the greatest awning. You don't you don't have to have the biggest footprint. But what you do have to have is clean, and you yeah. have to have people. Yes, it's a dirty sport. Everybody's all gr you know grimy, but they can't be you know your your sponsor shirt completely covered yeah. with tire yeah. dust and you know but yeah no that's that's a god that's super smart man that's hey, awesome and seriously anybody and but i'm glad buddy went down that route though like not just the the finding people outside but like the the thing that you said about you got to ask 100 people and 99 of them are going to say no like i know yeah. so many people who uh who want to be racers they're racers and they're like oh, i'm gonna find like like i get a lot of people ask me like like I don't have a ton of money. I don't have a ton of money. I have a ton of money, but like I got a I got a corner over here behind my monitors full of trophies from my circle track racing days where we yeah. nearly won a championship. 
that car was 100% spot. I was racing a, a local asphalt modified, you know, on, on a budget that was big enough that we could have run two or three seasons on it because I didn't mind hearing no, right? Like I asked enough people over and over and over again that I eventually got people to say yes. And then, and then it snowballed and you got, like Buddy said, I got some new people out there. They yep. came out to the local track. They saw, you know, like I had some things that helped. I knew some people I networked, but like, that's part of it. Cannot be afraid to hear no. If you want to drive a race car and you need a sponsor to do it, like, like I'm going to run Bowling Green and Indy in the Super Comp car this year. We ran it last year. I don't do that without sponsors. I, 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 I cannot do it without sponsors. And I haven't finished putting a package together this year yet, but I know I already have some people. Last year I had some people. Do you know how many no's I got? It's not like the first four people I called were like, yeah, sure, it's a great idea. Let's yeah. let's go super comp racing in Bowling Green with no TV deal. Like, That's you got to right. sell the deal. So, um, well, And no and yeah. no, just means no today. No doesn't yeah. mean no next year, no, tom uh, no tomorrow. No today means yes later. That's how I look yeah. at that. So long as you're treating them well. Like, yeah. you can't take it personal to people – People's livelihoods and business, but like, you can hear no. You hear no. Thank you very much. Can I contact you again in the future? Can we stay in touch? Can I send you some stuff? Can I put you on my email list? Yeah. Yeah. That's, Smart that's guy it. right there. Yeah. No, Smart I, guy, I, buddy hole. Yeah. I, 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 people are trying to give me money and uh, to, you know, for, I, I, I asked for money for like a, a payroll account thing that I had going on. And then they sold my information off to uh, all these other people. My phone does not stop ringing all day long. Hey, uh, did you get your money? Uh, we like to have, this is on deck. This is uh, infusion capital. This is, I'm like, dude, I don't need the money now. Thank you. We're all good. Yeah. I'll call you back in a, in a week. Why would I want it in a week? I mean, there's a, there's a line where you can't be completely and totally obnoxious. I had, I had somebody offer to lower my spectrum bill today. That was great. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I bought it. They you know, asked me how many TVs I had. I told them 17 and they hung up. You know, I had a burning, I had this burning desire, you know, today, or I just, I just got out of bed and I felt the need to call someone for my, you know, for my, for my auto, um, uh, you know, my auto warranty. I just had to buy one today. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I had this just burning. Yeah, exactly. I, this, I, I just woke up and I'm like, I'm, I call him. I said, can you insure a 2021 McKinney top fuel car? You know? <laughs> well, what is uh, that? I go, I go, I go the opposite of that, buddy. We usually, when I get those, I'm like, yeah, they're like, uh, what's your daily drive? I'm like, I, oh, a, I do that too. I love it. I, I, I have, a, I have an, I have a 1948 Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what? You have, you have a what? Huh? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Look it up. Can you insure and let them all the safety features? By the way, did you know, did you know the Tucker was still to this day, the only vehicle that the headlights followed the front tires? Did you know that? I didn't. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So when you turn the wheel, the, the, the lights followed the, right. the same pattern or the same direction as, as the wheels. The only vehicle today. It's pretty cool. That is cool. That thing was rear engine also. Did you know that? I, that I did. Yeah, that I did. Yeah. yeah. Preston Tucker was a really smart man. I studied really his smart. entire life because he, you know, he's, he was a, he was an entrepreneur before entrepreneurs were entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. This guy pressed the envelope. He pissed Detroit off. He pissed Chevrolet off Ford Chrysler. He didn't care. He did it his way. And unfortunately, uh, it didn't work out his way uh, because of some politics. But he built an incredible car and, and did it his way. I'm a huge fan of that guy. Yeah. No, that car was way, way, way ahead of, uh, yeah. of its time. Yeah. Have you seen Great one movie too. Person? Have you ever seen one? I have. Yes. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, I've they seen are two. beautiful. Yeah, I've seen yeah. one and it was absolutely beautiful.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I, I watched the movie. I was cool with that. Oh, the movie? I, I watched the movie as a kid. That thing came out, what, yeah. the early 90s or so? Right. Give or take? Yeah, something like that, yeah. It was, uh, that was, um, that was um, uh, high school. I was a marketing guy in high school. Right? Like, I know we had a major in high school, but, like, we had a sub, like, college deal. And, um, yeah. and that was, like, mandatory, like, I don't want to call it senior project, but, like, we had to watch that movie and then go learn about Preston Tuck like, Cool. Basically, we had a report about it, like understanding all the things that he tried to do and the ways that the rest of society worked against him. It was fascinating. fascinating. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking about Chicago people, what about did you guys see the movie The Founder about Ray Kroc and how he franchised oh, yeah. McDonald's? Mm-hmm. I have that not was watched pretty it yet. No. Oh, hey, he's, good... the, he's the, the the best thief of all time, right? All time. <laughs> stole McDonald's from the he McDonald's totally brothers. Did. They didn't even yeah. know it. It was like too late. He's literally the the number one biggest thief of all time, that Ray Kroc guy. Yeah. And then Jason, he convinced you... the rest of the world that, like, you know what's really good? Like, we're, we're going to take this patty that we froze 17 months ago, and I'm going to put it in a microwave for 40 seconds and sell it to you for 99 cents, and you you're going to eat it. the shit out of it. You're, you're just going to keep eating and eating and eating. Yep. That's what we do, man. Listen, we, hey, Jason, you and I didn't get this way looking like that. You're not eating <laughs> Actually, look, I'm gonna tell you. I, look, I wish I got this way eating McDonald's. I'd have more money hey, in my guys, bank account. You guys remember when McDonald's sponsored uh, Cruz Pedregon and who was yes. Oh yeah, I just, Corey Mack. Yeah. Okay, Corey Mack. Yeah, I remember when I was a little kid going to the races, and at that time when they sponsored those two cars, they, I think it was a Larry Minor team deal. Anyway, yeah. McDonald's had somehow, some way, bought in with NHRA, and they were doing almost all the food at the racetrack. Y'all remember that? That I don't remember, no. Yeah, they had these stands, and interestingly enough, they sold pizza, which is really funny. Hopefully someone listening remembers this, because I have a very vivid memory. And I remember going to the U.S. Nationals as a little kid, driving my uncle nuts. I want one of those pizzas. I want, And they had these little miniature McDonald's pizzas. So if anybody's listening right now and you remember those pizzas. They were good. They was like the in so I don't So I don't look like I'm nuts, because it really, it really did happen. Courtney Anders remembers. Courtney remembers. Yeah, wow, an elevated stand. And you walked up like an actual McDonald's. Yeah, that, it was like that little, I do not remember. Yeah, they just little stands, and they were all over the place. And they, I, I mean, again, I, I really remember the pizza, but I think it was real basic. I think it was like cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, fries, Big Mac, and then pizza of all things. So, <laughs> I yeah, was kind I, of half expecting the In and Out trailers at Pomona this year to like have yep. something like you know something out of the. Uh, you know, out of the woods for them, so to speak. But but then they didn't. Probably because yeah. Lindsay's way smarter than I am. Hey, by so the why way, I devalue myself. By the way, those in and out trucks, you did not have to wait too long for a burger. They, Dude, they, it was phenomenal. They yeah. were zipping yeah. burgers out of those things. That, that was awesome. Well, first off, we had like seventeen of them. Which in and out, in and out's my crew's favorite thing. Every every we we work on the car every Saturday. There'll be seven to ten of us here, and that's. Every Saturday, that's where we go for lunch. We all go to In and Out, right? Actually, we go. normally just bring it back here. The guys love it; it's their favorite. I love at least it. You, at least you didn't say Whataburger because I would have been very. I oh, I, I thank you, thank you, God! Somebody yeah. from Texas who doesn't like Whataburger. I mean, by I, the I, way, I, yeah, I came that, off the lake at three in the morning and eating Whataburger, but that's different. Well, that's not yes, yes, okay. Look, yes. buddy, I'm going to tell you right now. I've I've left uh, I've left establishments at three in the morning and eaten Taco Bell before, and I'm not real proud about it three days later. Okay, yeah, but like, but I'm not going there at noon on a Saturday. Yeah, no, no, heck no. It's only that's the only thing open. Right, right. There's there's no way, no way 
that Whataburger even comes close to In-N-Out. Am I right? No. I mean, no, it's not even a – this is literally not a conversation. I, no. And going back to my college right. days, I never heard of Whataburger until I got to Arizona State, and there was a Whataburger in Tempe. And, again, I, then I had to hear this conversation. I'm from California. Oh, yeah, Whataburger is way better than In-N-Out. What no. planet? No. no. On no. what no. planet? No. No. Sorry, Courtney, well, but no. Yeah, Courtney, I can't. Yeah, where, where it's at. I mean, that's just where it's at. You know, everything at Whataburger is frozen, and then In and Out. I don't. I think they're part of the deal, and I may be wrong. Correct me. I think nothing's ever frozen. Meaning, no, like they don't the burgers or the fries. Right. I know the fries are cut right there, but I think the meat yeah. too. I think it's part of the deal. They they Perfect. they don't ever freeze it. That's why it tastes so good. You know what I mean? Fresh, well, never frozen. It literally says it on the packaging. Like, yeah, that's why they're not a, a, on the East Coast because they can't. They don't want to have an in and out too far away from the distribution center because it's all fresh. Yeah, yeah they're working on hey, it. Is, is Courtney still watching right of now? Oh, I'm sure she is. Here's what she's saying. I like in and out better, but don't all respect right. the patty melt. So, 3 a.m. taquitos? Is that a Whataburger thing? They have taquitos at Whataburger? Shouldn't that be your first sign that it's not better than In-N-Out? It's named uh, Whataburger and you're getting taquitos? Yeah. It's like going to Jack in the Box and a taco. That's weird, too. Hey, Or the chicken or, fajita pita. Like, yeah, just weird. You know what I mean? It's just, to me, a burger place should serve burgers and taco right. places should serve right. tacos. Baked potatoes at Wendy's. Like, I've always liked, like, do you really think they're baking their potatoes at Wendy's? Come on. Microwave all the way. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, Courtney, if you're listening, one of your favorite people is standing on the other side of my window right now. JD, Cam- JD Campbell, and he owns your old junior dragsters. I'm looking at the back of his bald head right now. He's standing right <laughs> in my shop. How funny is that? Yeah, he's got um, he's got uh, her old junior dragster for his son. It's his shop's connected to mine, so he's over here all the time. I is he it. helping wrap the race car? No, I don't know what he's doing out there. Oh, I think he's just. He's supervising, taking a yeah, supervising yeah. the wrap. We're turning the car purple right now. I think he's putting his putting his two cents in on it. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So let's talk about something else you guys got going on. What about uh, uh, you've had some uh, issues with cyberbullying? Oh yeah, and uh, you're kind of trying to kind of I don't know if you're trying to eliminate it because I don't know if you're ever be eliminated, but you gotta you gotta we gotta put a halt to this. And speaking of Courtney, her and her sister go through this. All the time. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. It, it's very real. And, you know, and, and I'll talk about it very openly because it's something that is, it's, it's like the new pandemic, you know what I mean? And it's interesting because it, it holds a lot of weight for some reason, you know, anybody can go online and duplicate a profile and, 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 or, and or not duplicate a profile, but use their own profile or the fake profiles and, and go out there and just, and, and work real hard to destroy your name and it's easy to do you know it's not hard and so yeah there's a couple companies we're working with right now that are non-for-profit companies um that we're working with to to promote cyberbullying, meaning promote preventing it and um you'll see them on the side of my race car in the near future probably a full wrap because we're working with them and working with them hard because i gotta tell you i'm tired of it you know i've been a victim of it and uh, it's not cool it doesn't feel good to read things about yourself that aren't true. You know, it's just terrible. And, um, you know, the other day I was talking to Camry Crusoe, you know, she's one of my friends and and we were talking about, you know, she's got five or six Instagram profiles under her name. And then, you know, I, I, that, and that's just the most recent person I've talked to. So there's probably, you know, in the last year, I've probably talked to 15, 20 drivers that have fallen victim to this kind of stuff. And then other people around me in my life that have fallen victim of it because, for some reason, and I just don't know why, because 
I'm not this way. I don't, I don't, I don't read into that stuff. And when, when I see people posting bad things about other people, how I view it is the person posting it must be the problem. If they're that dramatic to, to put something out there in a public forum and the other person they're talking about doesn't, they're the problem. And we all know that people that have the social politics skills and understanding how that stuff works knows that that's the truth. So it drives me crazy. I get fired up when I talk about it and I don't think, I don't think it's okay. There's nothing we can do, you know, through Instagram and Facebook about it. They're, they're too big of a monster to try to attack, to get them to stop it. So we just have to stop another ways. You know, these, these cyberbullying non, uh, nonprofit organizations are, are working with, the federal government to create more laws to protect people, especially public figures from literally just being bullied. I mean, it takes zero work for me to go online, Jason, and either, either Jason and, and create a profile with your name on it and start posting yeah. a bunch of bad stuff. I can right. do that in five minutes. It's just disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, that is crazy. Well, that changes, you know what I mean? But bef before my NHRA career uh, and buddy, you probably don't know this. I was a news anchor, morning news anchor uh, for Four and a half years and I, so i mean you talk about witnessing that stuff yeah. firsthand i fortunately never necessarily dealt with it because uh you know I'm, I'm the fat pretty ugly dude but like the far better looking female co-anchors and reporters yeah. that we had i mean you should uh, if i repeated some of the stuff that they got sent to them oh yeah um oh my god i mean hey well speaking god. of speaking of pretty let's good let's god. bring in the queen of content what a horrible title this is. Look, there she the is. Queen of why would you? Is it, is why it would you proclaimed? No. no, someone called her that. And she's uh, been on every podcast on the planet. The because week. people like you send me a link and interrupt the star, Buddy Hall's show. Well, I figure you probably are a good person to talk with Buddy about this cyberbullying. Because, Buddy, I got this is a fun one. Talk about getting like the, uh, I got the, hey, be my friend. I'm Erica Enders.7. Oh, yeah. And I got, I was told that I could help if I spent 850 bucks for a VIP uh, pass, I could help uh, tune the car. I could possibly go on a date with Erica. I could, uh, I mean, the whole, I could tell Richard Freeman how to run his entire program. So did and you swipe like, your card? Did you just go yeah. and swipe it? I was like, this money? Swipe your card, man. Give me I have to. Oh. And then, what he uh, did instead, what he did was he just screenshotted for days. We would get nothing but screenshots. Erica and I and him <laughs> on a group text. Here's what I'm doing, and we would tell him what to say. And he just he had this guy just totally life. hoodwinked. Yeah, oh, it's, it's disgusting. It's just you know when you when you look at it all, you you just got to ask yourself, you know, why and who's next? You know, that's what I always say. Why and who's next? It's just. It's, it's, it's pretty disgusting. And, you know, it, it doesn't really bother me. It bothers me more for other people than myself. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I have some pretty thick skin, but beyond that, I'm also an adult. You know, how does a 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kid feel about, you know, being bashed and hammered on the Internet all day? It's, it's, it, they don't have the emotional maturity yet to be able to handle that kind of eating. And I also think, I mean, I've done the research, and, and it's, it's directly linked to an escalated amount of teen suicide. It's directly yeah. connected. There's no, yeah. there's no question when you lay the two um, uh, studies up next to each other. They're in direct correlation. Cyberbullying increases, and all of a sudden, suicide increases. And that's also for adults, but especially for kids because kids just haven't been put through the gamut yet. Their their skin is still thin, and, and it really affects them. It breaks my heart. It's and it's well, it's, and they're. Uh, 
they're off exposed. the camera, I'd say some different words, but I, yeah, I yeah. Can't no, 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 no. The kids are exposed. To, I get fired up about it. Yeah, they're exposed to way too much. I have a twelve-year-old, and this kid, he's got all of a sudden, he's got an Instagram. He's got, a, and we're like, how? Where, you're not allowed to have that stuff. But we have to shut it down, and then all of a sudden, it pops back up. But we have to monitor. Like, what yeah. are you looking at, bro? I go, you can't. And all he posts are soccer pictures anyways. Uh, but I know he's got a burner account someplace else that I just haven't found yet. But I'm going to find it. But it's hard to if, keep these kids, you know, under wraps a little bit and innocent, you know? It's my, not my even kid just is... the kids. Like, if I sent you guys, I run Erica's social and stuff. And it's gotten so bad that she doesn't even get on it. She'll post on Instagram. She goes rogue and posts on her own. And it freaks me out. But the stuff that people write her, like, oh, yeah. it you know me it makes me blush and it takes a lot to make me blush and it is just these guys who are getting scammed into thinking that they're with her whole another yeah. level of it they come to the racetrack they think that they're going to meet their future bride and they literally bring rings i'm not making this up what, what, what race was that courtney that that dude houston the ring. houston oh houston. my god that was insane of course it's the and then they get mad racing. they get mad and then they like start to attack us and then it's like okay well also if he's a weak soul, is he going home like massively depressed because he thought he fell in love with Eric Anders yeah. and now he's just yeah. like yeah. been totally no, hoodwinked? Sure. Yeah. No, it's a problem. I mean, I, I, it's bad for a guy. I can't imagine being a female. I mean, it's just, yeah. It's terrible. I, I know it's terrible. I, I feel bad for, for, for y'all. Just feel bad I enjoy, for I, I don't enjoy it. It just, it makes me giggle because it's just so ridiculous, but even what I was going to say, not even just for kids, like Erica's a lot softer than I. And the reason she doesn't go on there and look at all of her own stuff is because she cares what people think and she takes everything to heart. She wants to be everybody. She wants to be pro stock sweetheart for everybody. And I'm just like, oh, ha, ha, this guy's a douche. And she's like, oh my God, he doesn't like me. It's just totally different. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Hey, well, uh, hey, so uh, let her know, let her know that men also hit on me. So there you go. Perfect. Yes. There you go. Yeah, but look at the beard. You know what? Who, who, I was going to say. It's terrible. Jason Galvin, were you talking about who's the more buff guy out there? Buddy? Oh, God. Yeah. Hagen? Buddy. Or, yeah. Buddy, if you and Matt Hagen had an arm wrestling competition, who's winning? I have no idea. But I, I've talked to Matt about it. And we are going to. <laughs> we uh, talked to. So is this, are, are, we, are we working on a match? We, we, we text back and forth. So Are we working we, on a match? We, well, we're going to. So we're going to do something where, like, we come up with some heavy items at the track and create, like, maybe like a like a medley or something. Here's what here's what's cool. Oh so we, we talk back and forth, and in some Matt is uh, more works out like for the a bodybuilders way, and I competed in powerlifting for you know a decade and a half. So we've we've not worked out the same way. So in some areas, I think he'll kick my ass. In other areas, I think I'll kick his ass. And we've talked about it, and we and we we have oh. the same. Can, uh, queen of content, can Flow Racing host this, please? Yeah, oh, <laughs> can sure, Flow Racing. Can, that is amazing. Can like can, said, Logan, can Logan and I be the commentary team yes, for it? Yes, we must be commentators. Yes. Courtney can be the interviewer. Logan and I are doing commentary. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, this is Matt and I awesome. talked about it. He's a hundred percent down. Um, of course, I'm down. I'll do anything. I don't give a shit. You I'm not I mean? even kidding, Jason hey. and Jason. I'm not joking. I'm not either. This would be I'm, awesome. Okay. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, um, we have an idea too. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but just know that, that Matt and I've talked about it. I don't, I don't know when it'll come fruition, but you better believe because both and I, both he and I are, we're, we're cool with doing it. We're, and we're friends. So, um, 
we'll we'll come up with something someday and we'll we'll make it really fun. We'll make it interesting for the crowd. What can you bench, buddy? What's your right, what's your bench? Man, right now I have no idea, but my best was seven seven sixty-five. Uh there, <laughs> me there, too. Are many, there are many YouTube videos out there of me benching like anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred pounds. <laughs> Courtney goes, what Me too. We're talking thing? about pounds, not ounces of coffee yeah, here, would, Courtney. I, I was oh. a top ten bench presser in the world, you know. So and what? I, I compete, yeah, top ten in the world. As a matter of fact, a quick side story here. When I retired from powerlifting, <clears throat> I didn't, listen, I grew up drag racing around it. I'd never driven a race car in my life. I quit powerlifting because of a lot of things around me weren't going the way I thought they should. A lot of my friends were getting hurt. There was a lot of, it was a lot of turmoil. I'm like, I'm done. You know, I, I don't, I'm done with this. And, and literally y'all are going to laugh. I'm very competitive. I call my dad because I, I can't play darts. I'm not a good pool player, but I'm highly competitive. I call my dad. I say, Hey, you think I can drive a race car? He goes, beep no you can't drive a race car <laughs> are you kidding me have you looked in the mirror that's what he says to me he goes you're 270 pounds you've never driven a race car i don't care if you've worked on and been around your own. you don't know what you're doing hey a month later i can't make this shit up i showed up to his house with a double b fuel altered with a blown chevy in it i, it. Race. I, I can't make it. that shit up hey this, awesome. is, this is where it gets really good i didn't fit in it so <clears throat> at first i bought it i couldn't fit in it i had i lost like 20 pounds we finally, I finally could get myself in it. We moved all everything around so I could fit. This the seat I used when I first started is crooked because I had to sit in the car a little crooked to fit in it. That's how bad I wanted to go drag racing, and it hasn't changed. Now I just fit a little better. I'm 230 pounds now instead of 270, but that's how it all started. That's, that's awesome. amazing. Listen, I'm on my way to the gym right now. I guess I'll try. Do it. Selena, <laughs> Selena says Buddy could bench press a pro stock motorcycle with with a rider. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should be able to. I don't think so now. I, I don't know what I could do now. Maybe, maybe four, four fifty. I'd say somewhere in that range. I'm still really strong, but just nowhere, not nowhere close to what I used to be. How maybe the flow, the flow racing lift? fitness challenge. We can figure that out. Yes, we will. We will. Oh, but he's got, but he's got another work phone call. There he is. He's back. Yeah. Uh, just, how's gotta, Mike gotta, Cougar? Gotta, how was Mike Cougar calling me? Mike Cougar. I've heard of him. National yeah, event winning crew chief. Yes. That's, He's probably trying to figure right. out why you're talking to us and working on the race car. Yeah, I'm goofing off. You can tell me to get to work. Go do something productive. Get that wrap done. Yeah. How did you and Mike Gruger get hooked up? I've been meaning to ask. Uh, I've been meaning to come by and ask. I met, Mike, I met Mike the first time maybe like 15, 20 years ago. I was okay. a kid, you know, whatever. And then we re-met again three years ago. And, uh, you know, when Tim got, you know, his new deal with, with Skag, he called me. He's like, buddy, I just don't have time between your race car. He goes – there's a lot of guys available, you know, um, I'll work with you. I'll make sure you transition. And, and, and I still work with Tim. Tim still helps us, whatever. He does all my machine work and he comes over and looks at the computer still. I mean, he'll, pro he'll probably always help me, but, and, and, you know, he said, here's, here are the guys that are available. So, um, I, you know, I talked to a few people and, and, um, I like Mike, Mike's a great guy. I mean, he's, he, he fits my style. He and I get along really well. We, you know, we became very good friends, and he's he's very smart. He has many, many, many years of experience. He has all the resources. And, you know, Mike's been out a few years, so he's catching up a little bit on the modern parts, and especially the superchargers and, and the clutches. But he's he's doing great. He's catching up, and um, I'm so excited to have Mike. You know, again, I'm repeating myself here. He's such a great guy, and he's so smart. And it's a crying shame that he wasn't out there for those few years that he wasn't. So – I'm blessed to be able to bring Mike back, get him out to the racetrack, and and let Mike do his thing because he's he's just a great dude. He's so if my, fun. If my him. memory serves me correct, uh, Mike Uger was Leah's crew chief when she won her first race in Phoenix. So 
That is correct. Uh, yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So um, so um, he definitely has history with taking upstart top fuel drivers and turning them into um, competitors, to say the you least. You're saying Hall is going to win in Chicago, Jason Galvin? Is that what you're saying? Would it sh- look, have you, watched, have you watched drag racing this year, J-Lo? Would, if I, I told have. you Buddy Hall was going to win in Chicago, yeah. would you be shocked? Because I, I would not. I would not okay. be shocked. Here, here's here's what I've learned about drag racing. It's it's anybody's it's anybody's day. You know, you just never know. Um, you know, odds are, are are all the odds say it's not my turn to win a drag race. But um, at the same time, I've seen crazier things happen. So you don't know till you go, and you know until you hang the starter on them and pull the wires off of them, you never know what's going to happen. So that's why we show up. We're not afraid of how, anybody. I'll tell you that. I'm not afraid of how, anybody out there. You know. How so, many races are you guys planning on running this year? Not nine this year, and then nine. hopefully full time next year. Yep. Okay. Hell, Terry Haddock almost got her done this year. Almost. He did. He got. Yeah, Terry. Uh huh. Anybody's away, day. You know? Terry, Anybody's look, day. I'm gonna tell you right now. If if I don't know the deal there with Terry and Johnny West, I know Johnny pretty well. I'm under the impression yep. he's gonna be there the whole year. Um, and he if is. Johnny West is there the whole year, and and Terry gets that thing put back together and shows up with some parts and pieces, I would not be shocked to see Terry Haddock win a race. Uh, Johnny West. Yeah. They- is a two mofo. Johnny, let me tell you, Johnny knows how to get get a car A to B, and yeah. that's one of the biggest things right now. Is you know, just getting him down the racetrack. You know, it, it seems, and you know, all four of us here we're 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 enveloped in it. They're either they're either you know rotating the planet or they're smoking the tires and blowing up. So, but when you go down the racetrack eight out of ten times, you become a hard car to beat, and the person yeah. in the lane knows you're going to go down the track, and that applies a lot of pressure that changes and forces decisions to make on the car that you normally wouldn't make. So, yeah, I mean, Terry could run four O's all season and win a drag race. I believe that. Yeah, I absolutely. I, I think it. when we get to the hot, the hot tracks in the summertime, I, I yeah. think we're going to see in both top fuel and funny I, I, cars, several, you know, out of nowhere winners that everybody who's deep in the sports going to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You take a look at Topeka, right? Topeka is a great example. Denver. Yes. You know, middle of the summer, super hot outside, humid, and both. You know, Topeka always just seems like when I leave Topeka, I feel like I got in a fist fight. You know what I mean? Beat I up. Feel like yeah, yeah. Between between walking like the 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 fourteen point seven miles from the pit right. to the starting line, and then it's always one hundred and four to one hundred and eight degrees, oh. and the humidity is somewhere between eighty five and ninety. I always feel like I I got in bar fight when I left there. But anyway, that's the one track that I feel like, especially this year with how things are going, anybody can win that race. Yeah. You're right with Denver too, because everybody's shit is different in Denver and you just never know. Yep. It's a different deal. We just do all over Denver Park. Epping, Epping, Epping comes to mind for me. Like if if it's hot, like it has been in years past there, if it, look, if it's, if it's 82 degrees in Epping, then, you know, Rotators are going to rotate the earth, right? But if it's a, you know, if it's ninety-seven and the track temp's one forty, I mean, T- Terry Haddock almost won Epping a couple years ago, if I recall. So, uh, yeah, Scott Palmer, Scott Palmer's first final was Epping, right? Scott Palmer's first uh, final was Epping. I think it may have been, yeah, yeah, it may have been Steve Torrance. Yeah. So, yeah, love it. Well, buddy, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. Guys I'm sorry that. Wait, I'm sorry that Jason sent me the link, and I can't refuse a podcast link. Oh, don't be sorry. We're done with her. Look at her. <laughs> How rude! Wow! Wow! Jason Logan, you were one of my best friends. You are still my best friend. So sure. You too. So I'm just glad. I was just watching because I'm a fan of all three of these folks on here. 
And Buddy Holt, breath of fresh air, this guy. I freaking hate this. Courtney, Courtney, I'm looking at the back of J.D. Campbell's head right now. He's standing I love it. He yep. Listen, that, I didn't want to sell that junior dragster and just because I'm a sentimental POS, but I was buying a house, and it was the difference between two houses that I wanted and one that I didn't. So he helped me buy the house that I love. Nice. <laughs> your junior dragster is about 50 feet away from me right now, right behind this wall, just right there. there I told him if he ever, if he ever wants to sell it, he has to call me first before he ever sells it again because I'll oh, probably buy it back. And he will. He's a great guy. There you, you go. You should take your phone over there so we can see it, buddy. Yeah, you may walk over there. Yeah, take your phone. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Let's see the Courtney Enders Junior Dragster. Let's let's put this. Let's make this thing famous. Let's see. This is a Disney movie about it. I think it's. Hey, Courtney, did they use the real cars in the Disney movie? Tell me they did. They did. Awesome. Yeah, and then the the OG ones in the museum. Right. This is why we have you on here today, Corey, so you can be reunited with your old junior car. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Buddy froze up, though. He probably doesn't have good reception in the shop. Uh-oh. We lost him. Come can back, you guys buddy. See me? Come back. No, but You're we frozen, can hear you. Buddy. You're frozen. Wait on podcast. Courtney Anders wants to see the dragster. <laughs> hey, can you all see me? Uh, no. We got a black no, we got a black screen. screen. Darn How about it. now? Oh, there we go. Hey, there. see me? Yes. Hey, look. So, hey, here's the new driver of, of your Hey, buddy. There's, there's Thank JD. you for taking care of it. See, I told you. Did you see it? That's cool. Can you see it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See? It says oh, my God. Right there. Yep. That's awesome. And it's the pilot. You got anything you want to say? You want to tell, it? You want to tell the world anything? He says no. Okay. Thank you for taking okay. care of my car. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for selling. That's it. Look at hey, this. Look at all this cool stuff in here. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. Look at that. It's a cool place to be. That is a cool place to be. Yeah. How that fun. Awesome. That was so fun. <laughs> well, buddy, thank you so much, man. We look uh, forward to seeing you, you in Chicago. Thanks for all the food recommendations. And yep. uh, we'll stop. We're all going to stop cyberbullying. I will stop yeah, cyberbullying. Hey, real quick. Picking on me. Real, hey, y'all quit picking on me. It hurts my feelings, well, you know? Well, I, that I can't promise because now you're in the friend zone. So that's just like part of it. But, but seriously, though, uh, it there's not a lot of people. We need more people like you, macho man, race car driving guy who isn't afraid to come out and speak out against people who are a problem in the society. Yeah, seriously, no, we need more people like I'm 100% that. I'm 100% good with it. What, a, yeah. what about the man, the myth, the legend? Bruce Allen in the oh, house. Oh, hey. Wait, hold on. <gasps> Shut hey. up. Bruce Allen's in the house? <laughs> wow. Oh, look at that. How about that? Who's this guy? <laughs> no, that's that. cool. Mom what does he know about a top fuel motor? <laughs> yeah. Pro stock's cool, man. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. He's, he's, over here. He's, he's over here, got his hands on the top fuel car. No, that's not true. No. That's not true. <laughs> but he made for the day's over. He did. He's Bruce walked up to the top fuel car and said, where's the five speeds? I yeah. waited in line for his autograph multiple times when I was a kid. There you go. I did, awesome. I did see him playing with the clutch back there. Yeah. He did, I did. yeah. He's thinking about driving it. But he's going to show up in Chicago. When does this thing get a pedal clutch in it? I'm so confused. Yeah. He's thinking about driving it. See, there you go. I love it. There you go. We got See, Bruce people Allen just fan. show up on this show. I love it. I you dig it. That's Allen, right. You, you never know. Anders. You never know who's going to be around our shop. Look I pulled all over. People coming over here. You never know. I would have pulled over. 
I, I pulled over it. for this. For this Bruce was Allen, I would have pulled over. I would have pulled over for Bruce Allen. Absolutely. I love now it. Now the Bruce is on the whole the whole world's watching. Yeah, like, right. Yes. <laughs> he just trumped us all. Mm-hmm. No, yes, you did, Bruce. You're it's okay, awesome. it, bro. It's all right to be the man, the myth, the legend. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Own it, Bruce. Well, mine. <laughs> and mine too. I That's love right. it. All right, buddy. We'll let you get back. Get that car wrapped. We're gonna see you in Chicago. It's gonna be awesome. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. Thanks for yeah. coming. See on. you Thanks, guys. Buddy. Thanks so much. That's Buddy Hall. We like him now. That's Buddy Hall. So I finally got to come on the Jason and Jason show. Yeah, welcome. Good to see you. Enjoy the gym. I didn't. I'm not wearing any makeup. I said, "Oh, I shouldn't." Mm-mm. For y'all, we're doing it. Pulled over. Well, I thought you. Well, it was really person. for Buddy. It was for Buddy. Yeah, I thought it you'd be a good person for the cyberbullying. And then when he told me that the your junior dragster was next door, we had to go see it. That's hey, cool. What, what type of car are you driving? Here we go. Because um, the seats look badass. Listen, this car is badass. It is, is that a, a Tesla. K5. Are you a Tesla? No, no, I'm oh. an American. I have a motor like, in my what? car. Of course, the Ender's in a Tesla. No, it's a what? My, it's a Kia K5 GT. Oh, okay. It's that it's that ghost gray too. It's freaking awesome. But I took all the elements yeah. off because when I bought my house, I sold my Ford Edge and I was embarrassed. So I took all the By the way, Courtney, off. you just went. Uh, I'm an American. Shut up! It has an engine. Uh, okay, but you, know, you just can't just go. I'm an American. I drive that. a Toyota. I didn't mean to buy this. I stopped in to do something else, and it was out there, and somebody custom ordered it, and I walked away with it that day. I like the interior. Look, when I was in the car market, we went to Kia. And um, and and really, I tried to buy. I actually tried to buy uh, the midsize Kia SUV, except yep. for uh, they wanted nine hundred dollars a month for it, and I was like, yeah, no. That tell you right, dude. Afford, I could have got a Por- no, yeah. not not the tell you right, whatever the one below it is. I could have got a That's Porsche it. for less than the. The Kia was, which was it made no sense to me. Anyway, the Tiger is what when, I want, but that's like the one I want's like seventy grand. So what are we doing yeah. here with Kia? No. Well, this was back, you know. Look, Planet Earth has a car shortage, apparently. You know. Yeah, you know. COVID still affecting everybody. Courtney, Courtney, well, I appreciate you. y'all bringing me on. Thanks, I love Courtney, y'all. Thank you for coming on the show. You are always You're a welcome, delight. Jason. Hi, Courtney. Courtney. Love you guys. Bye. Kick Courtney, me off. I don't know how to do it. Kick her off, JLo. She's gone. Peace. Peace out. All right. Deuces. All right, Jason Galvin. Um, I get in on Saturday, on Friday morning, so you're going to be there by yourself without me. I get in on Wednesday, bro. Oh, yes. So, yeah, you're Wednesday. definitely going to go downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I land, I land at like noon on Wednesday. I got, a, I got oh. a buddy who's a Chicago firefighter I haven't seen in a while. Come to his first drag race on Sunday, bring in some friends of mine from my, uh, from my online racing community. That's my... Uh, I don't know how many people realize I'm honestly. I got like a full race car behind me here. Oh, look uh, at that sim rig right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, they're coming to their first drag race this weekend. Gonna be our cool. next weekend. Be exciting. I love it. We'll figure out a uh, we'll figure out like a short travel day uh, show at some point for next week. Yep. I, I travel on Wednesday, so maybe we'll do one like with me in Chicago Wednesday afternoon. I travel on Wednesday as well, except I'm going to Austin. Oh, that's right. You're going to Austin. You're going on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday morning. Unless I change my flight so I can pick up another gig here in town. But I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'll send one of my guys out. Yeah. All right. We'll see how that plays out. All right, Jason Galvin, thank you so much. We're we're so happy to see you today. I'm happy to be here. Uh, You know, listen, I'm a Buddy Hall fan now. I like Buddy Hall. Big fan. Everyone should be Buddy Hall fans now. 
All right, folks. Jason Galvin, thank you so much. We'll see you in Chicago. Have yourself a fantastic night, everybody. Well, that fun's up. Thank you.